I'm sharing today five steps that you can start taking today to start eating from a place that is a little more loving toward yourself. They're steps that I've used myself and things that I help clients work through on a regular basis. I hope there's something here that can help you make the process of improving your nutrition and your relationship to food feel a whole lot better too. Hey there, and welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. This is the show for you if you believe that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal, and you're ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a little bit of coffee. I'm Steph, I'm your wellness and nutrition coach and your host, and I want to make it really clear. You're not expected to be or live perfectly here. Lord knows I don't. After battling diet culture and then learning to navigate the world of wellness culture myself, I know a few things are true. One, it doesn't have to be complicated to be effective. Two, you are capable of creating a lifestyle you love. And three, you have everything you need to start doing that today inside your own beautiful self. On this show, we'll talk about nourishing yourself, moving your body, getting a good night's sleep, caring for your mental health, being in community, and maintaining day-to-day practices that make you feel good. I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a lifestyle of wellness that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Okay, diving right in with tip number one. Let go of other people's rules for your diet. You might be hanging on to old ideas, even if you don't realize it. You might be hanging on to old ideas for what or how you should be eating based on your own old ideas or programs you've tried in the past that have influenced you or what your friends are doing, or trends that you see on social media, you might have these ideas bouncing around in your head, and it's time to let go of those. If you are waiting for permission, here you go. You do not have to follow other people's rules or guidelines for the way that you eat if they're not comfortable for you. Tip number two, now that we have let go of those rules about dieting and we're giving ourselves permission to let go of them, what we're going to replace those rules with is listening to when you are hungry and when you are full. And this can be particularly challenging for people who have been following programs or meal plans for so long because you might have lost some of your intuition when it comes to these kinds of cues, hunger and fullness cues. So you might have to practice and that's totally okay. You can practice asking yourself questions throughout the day, like, do I feel hunger or do I feel satisfied right now? And you can ask yourself that during and after meals too. You can ask yourself questions like, am I getting full? Am I still hungry? Does this food taste good or feel satisfying to me? Tuning into these things can really help you start to take back control of food and your own eating patterns. Tip number three. Notice how foods make you feel. Listening to your cues isn't just about when you eat, like your hunger and fullness, but also about what you eat too. And again, you might be used to following rules or plans that in the past that have told you what to eat, so that can be tricky. 
Or to go the opposite way, maybe you have never really tuned into how foods make you feel before. You've just kind of eaten what was in front of you or eaten what tradition has told you. And you don't really know how foods are making your body feel or making your mind feel or changing your energy level. I know that I didn't tune into that for a really long time, or at least I noticed some things, but I didn't really listen. Uh, For example, I knew that I was lactose intolerant for years and I just pretty much ignored it. Um, I'd eat cheese or I'd eat ice cream and I just kind of muscle through those painful consequences of it. But when the symptoms began to increase, I'd pop a lactate pill with my meals and my snacks in order to handle them. And it worked, you know, quote unquote worked, of course. But after a while, I couldn't shake the idea that I was blatantly ignoring what my body was trying to tell me. It was trying to tell me that a food was not agreeing with me. And after I let go of eating dairy because I knew it was bothering me, I was actually amazed at a lot of other auxiliary kind of symptoms or cues that I didn't know were connected that also went away. We can talk about that at a different time if you want. But you might want to just begin here with starting to notice how foods make you feel too. Do some things make you feel more sluggish or more energized? Does your digestion change or does your skin change? Do you get headaches? Do you feel nothing because it's just doing what it's supposed to do in your body? Um, It's amazing what you might notice when you actually start to pay attention. I am bursting with excitement as I share with you today with a big old drum roll. Eat well with Steph, 90 days to nourishment and control of your nutrition from a place of self-love. Eat Well is part small group nutrition coaching and part self-paced online course supported by an exclusive online community. And I have got to share with you how the Eat Well system works. First, we'll tackle that old diet culture mindset. You'll shift your thinking from that of restriction to that of abundance. There's no calorie counting or macro tracking or measured containers dictating your food choices around here because we know that good nutrition isn't about eating less. It's about consuming more of what nourishes you. Taking care of your health shouldn't bring you more stress or more to-do list items. Instead, you'll learn to care for yourself from a place of self-love, to support your own energy level, understand and listen to your own hunger and fullness cues, and build your confidence around food. Then we'll learn ways to build balanced, whole food meals that are both simple and satisfying. You won't need to follow a complicated meal plan, and once you get going, you might not even follow any recipes. Instead, by learning about the different nutrients in foods and how they work together, putting together meals can become fast. You're not taking on another part-time job here, but you're actually freeing up a lot of time and thought around food that you can put toward the things that really light you up your career, your family, the hobbies that bring you joy. And yes, it will still taste good too, with plenty of room for your favorite foods. With our abundance mindset and our balanced meal building, you'll be able to both honor your cravings and be in control of your food choices while taking all the stress out of meal planning and food prep. 
Lastly, we'll look at how to set goals that are realistic and attainable for you and your lifestyle. You know those lofty goals that you've set and those elaborate plans that you've made in the past that felt so big that they either took over your life or you had to give up on them partway through? That's not going to happen here anymore. The goals you'll set now will be aligned with your new understanding of healthy eating, aka eating for nourishment, balancing whole foods, and self-love. You can still want big things. You're just going to work on them in manageable pieces that don't stress you out and that can be accomplished step by step. You will walk away from Eat Well with Steph empowered to both set goals you can achieve and create systems and routines that make healthy eating second nature in your life. You'll be celebrating your success with your new energy and confidence before you know it. Now you need to head over to bewellwithstuff.com slash eat well. There you can find more of the nitty gritty eat well with stuff program details. You can enroll today, or you could schedule a free discovery call to ask your questions and see if eat well might be a good fit for you on your wellness and nutrition journey. I cannot wait. Tip number four is maybe my favorite because it's super practical, it's super easy and super effective. And that is nutrition by addition, or as I like to call it, add one more. Can you add one more nutrient to the snack or meal that you're eating? This is a really loving way to pay attention to your food because you're not um, hyper-focusing on it. You're not being overly critical. You're instead saying, how can I offer my body one more nutrient that's going to help it, that's going to support it, that's going to nourish it. Um, So it's so super simple. When you prepare a meal or a snack, you take a second to just notice what nutrients you're including and find a way to add one more that will complement it. I'll give you a few examples here. So let's say that I wake up and I want toast. Toast is a carbohydrate. I say, okay, I'll make it avocado toast. I have carbohydrates and fat. So what can I add to that that's going to give it a complementary nutrient? Maybe I add some tomato slices for water and color. Maybe I add a shake of nutritional yeast for extra protein or some slabs of tofu on top for extra protein. I'm going to try to balance what I'm already eating with one more thing that's going to offer me support. Maybe I want pasta or noodles for dinner. There's my carbohydrate. Can I add to it? I can make it pasta and broccoli. So now I have carbohydrate and I have more color and more fiber. Could I add one more to it? Maybe um, white beans. That's one of my favorite quick meals to make because white beans are higher in protein and additional fiber. If I give that a drizzle of olive oil for some healthy fats, I've added in all of my um, macronutrients. I have carbohydrates and protein and healthy fats as um, as well as additional color and fiber. And I suddenly went from I'm cooking pasta to I've made a complete balanced meal. Another example, I want to eat a sandwich, carbs and protein. So I'm going to add lettuce and tomato or cucumber. So I have water and color. I'm going to snack on some almonds full of fat and protein. Hmm. Could I also grab an apple? So I have fiber and water too. When I'm making a salad, what combo of nutrients can I add? Or how can I add one more nutrient dense food? I'm analyzing it right now all at once to break it down for you. But if you were to take one of those examples in isolation, that simply looks like 
I'll snack on some almonds. Oh, I'll add an apple. Done. It's simple little steps. It's single additions at a time. But what it's going to do is really build your awareness of what you're eating and increase your nutrient consumption as you go throughout your day. Last but not least, tip number five is release the guilt and the pressure. One meal is one out of 1,095 meals that you'll eat this year. Of course, if you're eating three meals a day. One out of 1,095. So if it feels like you aren't doing a lot when you come when it comes to your nutrition, but you are making little changes throughout your day, that could add up to 1,000 intentional changes over the course of the year. In the same way, if you make a food choice that doesn't feel good, or that you're experiencing regret or some sort of feeling of guilt over, remind yourself that that was like one out of a thousand meal choices. And what matters is what you do most of the time. So allow yourself the chance to improve with your next choice. Don't wait for a new day or a new week or a new month to do some kind of big recommittal, because then think of all of the meals that have gone by since then. Instead, we're going to put a fresh start whenever we want. There's no fresh start pressure of like March 1st, of Monday, of anything like that. We're going to start over whenever we want to with our very next choice. And we just keep things rolling. As they say um, in Frozen 2, which might be my favorite movie to quote, sometimes all you can do is the next right thing. So release the guilt, release the pressure. Remember that every meal is one out of a thousand. And remind yourself that you are making choices over and over again that are just from a place of love and just make the next best choice that is right for you and your body and your nutrition. Okay, so to recap here, the five ways that we are going to start eating from a place of self-love are letting go of other people's rules for your diet, start listening to when you're hungry and when you are full, notice how different foods make you feel, Focus on nutrition by addition, adding one more nutrient to your meals and snacks. And of course, releasing yourself from the guilt and pressure that surrounds your food choices, because every meal is one out of a thousand. Did one of these five tips stand out to you? Is there something you're going to be able to take into your week? I would love to know which one. Jump over to Instagram, send me a DM or comment on a recent post. Of course, I'm at Be Well with Steph and let me know what your thoughts were on this. And if you found this episode helpful, could you also consider sharing the link with a friend? The more the merrier when it comes to supporting one another on our wellness and nutrition journeys. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here, and I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm BeWellWithStuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.